Will there be panda bears in heaven? How do you create ministry boundaries? And many other amazing questions y'all ask us for our 150th episode. Hey, Pantry fam. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but you don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like faith, culture, family, and entertainment, and offers a safe space to discover inspiring conversations. So if you're a fan of this show, you're going to find encouragement, hope, and joy from other podcasts on Access More. Start listening today at accessmore.com. <laughs> oh, wow. Y'all, we danced like 10 times. I've been danced like five times. <laughs> we literally did this one time. Oh, I think one of them questions, what do we argue about the most? And, right. So anyway, oh. happy new year. Happy, happy new happy, year. Happy, happy, happy. 2023. 2023 is new year. Yes. New no year. one asked us this, but our word for the year is. I don't know. <laughs> Which might legitimately be true. It's contentment. <laughs> our, our word for the year is contentment. As we go through this, we're going to announce some cool things we're changing up and switching up this year. But y'all did us a super solid and you did send in some questions. Now, some of you didn't and we're sad, but some of you did. And so we're really happy. So we've got 13 questions. Ooh, 13 questions. Um, I, I do know a couple of those are going to be actual episodes yes <laughs> because spo- yeah. some of these like like hardcore is like okay yes. look you can't just sit here in a, 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 a 150th episode you know a little <laughs> celebration and answer cool questions because we want to give time to some of these questions yeah some of these were yeah. very in-depth like we did not get we never get nice fluffy questions like what's your favorite color and what's your favorite boba tea and you know what like what's favorite your favorite outfit tea? You don't even drink boba. Okay, so then I what's think your favorite boba Yours, tea? I think, would be black milk tea. Just like yeah, the just nice plain, basic. Like, yeah. I, I think they ruined it when they started putting in all these little foo-foo flavors like, oh, mango. I'm like, oh, y'all wrecked boba tea. I mean, I don't know how it started, so I'm not even going to cast stones because it might have started that way and just got more over the top. But anyway, I love matcha, but I also really love the brown sugar milk tea where they like coat the sides. And and what's your favorite that. color? My favorite color, it used to be, I'll go through, okay, so it used to be pink, then it went to blue, then it went to silver, now it's at green, and that's where we've camped for a while. And I'm boring. Blue. I don't hey, know why. it's okay, it's, <laughs> it's okay. That's the blue. most common Although favorite color. turquoise-ish, kind of yes. like in that realm of yes. like, I, I, I really do like those colors. Yes. Like and I, I could take a belt buckle that has like a nice turquoise piece right. on it and be cool with that. Our wedding, we yeah. rocked yeah. turquoise accents. Absolutely. And it was really cool. It was like... You know, mystical forest meets cowboy. That was our wedding, and it worked. So you know, oh, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I even saved a frog. You did, you did. All of forest this and mystical. more. Anyways, in this episode. Cowboys. So okay, so I'm not going to shout out names because I did not write the names down. But if you, <laughs> you, <laughs> but shout out to all the people who did ask questions. These are all real questions. Real, real questions. Because we would have done things like, "What's your favorite boba tea?" Um, we would not have asked these. I so mean, these are real questions from real for me, people. The <laughs> I know, right? That was would have, that would have been a lot easier, but. We are the pantry and we're about Jesus, not junk food. So most of our questions are about Jesus or some something there. We have we have a few uh, other ones, but these are all actually really cool questions. So number one, let's jump right in. Jump in it. How do you navigate which topic is relevant for the season and how do you choose the topics for the show? Oh, boy. Prayer. 
trusting in God. I'm going to give the, the, the simple answers. And then a lot of like talking back and forth. I think that that does help us kind of navigate. We're, I, I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I think God lays these things in. It's just like all of a sudden yeah. it's like, yeah, we're going to just talk about this this season and right. we roll. Yeah, we think about like what. So, I mean, the pantry podcast is clearly it's a pantry, right? So like what's in your yeah. pantry, that whole idea of what's in your pantry is gonna shape your day-to-day life. It's also going to impact hard times, you know, whatever's in there, it's going to impact fun times, family, community times, all that. So what does our listener need to hear next? Like what's the next step, the next layer of the sandwich, you know? And so we've And we've been refining and yeah. defining over the last two and a half years, two and a half, two, two and a half, something like that, almost three? Almost three. Almost three. So almost more than two three. and a half. So more than two and a half years, we've kind of like adjusted fire, kind of what has God laid into our hearts. Um, worship is our, my worship being one of my cool seasons. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, here we are navigating all of these different things in our own lives as well. And I think that a lot of it also, you know, she says the listener and all this stuff, look, chime in more. We would love to do more episodes which we're going to get to here in a minute, mm-hmm. more episodes where you guys are chiming in and asking questions and what you're going through and how to deal with this biblically. But right now, I think the way the seasons we're running is like, what has God laid on our hearts during that season? And so we have kind of navigated through through those and, and brought out different episodes that we thought would edify people during this time. Yeah. During this time of trial, during this time of of of, of just going through it, because there's a lot of things that we've gone through in the last couple of years that have been new to a lot of us. Yeah. And so how do we navigate this? How do we continue to pour in the word of God into our lives? And I think that's where we've sat in a lot of our episodes and a lot of discussing. Michelle comes up with cool little thoughts and topics, and I'm going to give her a lot of credit on this. (laughs) And and then we kind of define the season from there. It's like, what's coming, what's coming down the pipe? What's, what's heading our way? How can we address this? How can we move forward? How can we edify and build people up? Yeah. That's that's exactly right. And what is cool is we've been looking at the episodes that we've come out with and we're like, okay, well, these have, as awesome as it is to have these seasons laid out so far in advance, it's also got its other side of the coin. And so we've decided that after season 12, discipleship, mm. we're going to do away with seasons. So if you have only been listening for a little bit or you haven't really noticed the pattern, we do four seasons a year and we go with the actual weather seasons. So, you know, when it officially becomes winter, we're starting our new season, officially spring, officially, et cetera, et cetera. So um, we're going to do away with that. And like Shay said, it's going to be a lot more of what's on our heart right now. And we might, I mean, we're going to have some plans out, but also it gives us room to answer your questions, meaning that these questions that we say we can't fully answer right now, they'll be coming up much sooner. And then also we are able to help people navigate and, and kind of reflect on current events. Um, and, you know, if we have a guest that it's perfectly time that we can interview them it's not like, oh, well, they don't fit our theme. It's going to be more about, you know, talking about very hyper relevant topics, really relatable, um, you know, getting down to because we were asking ourselves, we were asking ourselves, why do our friends come to us and why do people come to our life group? Why do people why did people say they wanted us to have a podcast? It's for 
those scenario answers. Like they, right. they throw us a scenario and ask, how do you handle this biblically? That's why they come. And so that's what we're going to start playing around and with. That's how our life is. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it aligns. I think if we were going to look at the, the way moving forward for the pantry podcast, the pantry, right? What's in our pantry? What ammunition are we, you know, do we have stored up? Which is all biblical word storing mm-hmm. and how to draw out of that pantry in that biblical word. And it really takes me back to Ecclesiastes. Three. Mm-hmm. There's a time and a, and a season for everything. Yeah. And, and I think that we want to be more in line with the times and the seasons. Right. Because I think that it's imperative as we move forward. And I believe that God would say this as well, that we are being discerned in what's going on in the world, what's going on in our communities and, and, and how we're dealing with these things, but bringing the word of God into those. Right. So number two. Ooh, that was a long number one. I know. I was like, let's go to number two. So number two, do you think you'll ever do a series on Christian relationships? Yes. Except now you know it won't be 13 episodes long. It might be a little <laughs> stint on something. It might be an episode here, an episode there, but there will be a lot more about different types of Christian relationships, especially the juicy boy meets girl kind of relationship. I, I remember thinking back, we tried to do one on like, <laughs> we were not ready. We were not ready. <laughs> we t- how we to just... make the bedroom spicy, and we just talked Bible. <laughs> because I mean, let's I mean, be real. Us, like, spicy, if, but... if what floats our boat don't float your boat, then our hyper specific <laughs> advice will tank. Yeah. But if we say don't be at each other's throats and be in the Word, then you're gonna like and love each other more, and therefore you'll know what to do. Amen. So Amen. hey, it makes sense, but it was not. The juice that I, I definitely think a series will come for. up on that. Definitely, because yeah. I think even within our own relationship and our own marriage, there is always room for improvement. And I think that the more we can bring this out, the more we can say, "Hey, what's going to work?" I think one of the things that really bothers me the most is when you go into like one of those marriage relationship seasons, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, "You got to make sure you still have date night." And I, <laughs> hey, look, as much as honestly, date nights imperative and a necessity. But I also believe that we need to spend more time, and we're realizing this in our own marriage, more time in the Word of God, not separately, but together. Right. And being in prayer together so we can walk through some scenarios on that and how to make that better. Yeah. So on that relationship note, number three is what do you guys argue the most over? (laughs) And we almost had an argument trying to figure out the answer to this question. So thanks, Leah, because I remember who asked this one. Wait, we did? Well, I mean, it was like, we got a little, you know, we were, you see? We were, we were, it was like, we were laughing, but then when we got into what actually like start, we realized it, we start arguments for different reasons. Right, and then we were right. thinking about all the times we like. I think I think really when this question came, thank you, Leah, for, <laughs> for really digging in because it did help us like sit there, and it actually did. It helped us sit there for a moment and say, okay, where do we struggle the most? Like, like we yes. can sit there and be like, oh, I'm angry. Okay, fine, you're angry. <laughs> I get it. Fine, but why are we angry? Why right. are we? Why are our feelings hurt? And you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but where does this stem from? And and so I think that so for me, so let's let's answer a little bit. I think that like you know, I'm getting older, and <laughs> and I don't look old, but anyways, I that, forget <laughs> how old he is all the time. But but I I think that being guided in everything, <laughs> kind of like stems something in me. It's like, yeah. come on, man. I'm now, not I'm not helping yet. him up and down the stairs or nothing, right, y'all. Right, it's right, just right. like we're at the grocery store and I'm watching the pin pad 
and he's watching the pin pad and he's pushing the things and like I'll be like there it is you know like the okay or I'll be like hit okay and like I don't know why I do light it light screen you know like I, I light screen like I don't know why I do it but I also know I I'm like a very instantaneous person in my head but the body not even my own keeps up right and I think so as soon as like if I was just driving, you know, I mean, clearly I wouldn't be able to instantly go at a green, but because right. it's my brain, not my body doing it, I tell. So I'm sorry, but it's not because you're old. Right. It's because I'm controlling. But I'm just sharing. <laughs> I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing what the catalyst sometimes is. And, it's and, not because you're I, old. So it's, and the worst part was when, or or the other one for me, and then uh-huh. we'll go to you because okay. it's fine. I'm. I it's like when people say, "Should I do it this way? Should I not do it that way?" I start to wonder, like. Am I controlling or something? And then when you got my house full Christmas, my mom shows up. Now I've got Michelle asking if she can, if she should do it this way. Yes. Then my mom comes and goes, "Can I wash my cup in the kitchen? Wash your cup." <laughs> like I don't. And then my daughter well, like, comes up and is like, "Daddy, can I?" <laughs> there's so many. Like I feel like there's so many times where <laughs> something's left out on purpose, but it looks like it's out out of negligence. Right. And if you just go put it away, someone else is going to roll up and be like, where'd it go? But if you ask first, then you know if it's okay to put it away. And I think that that's what it stems from is not wanting to ruin anyone's flow. Like, oh, should I throw out the bacon grease this time or put it in the jar? Because like, what's the plan? Like, mm. you know, I think that's kind of where it comes from. But then you get into this habit of doing it for everything. And I'm one of those people I, I literally despise. I use harsh words because I feel harshly, okay? <laughs> My emotions are harsh, okay? So I despise. <laughs> I despise having, like, getting things wrong, which LOL is a human being, like, that's guaranteed. But I also despise, like, being told after the fact when I, sh- when I knew or suspected that I should have done something up front. So, like... If I'm like, oh, I should ask, but then I'm like, oh, whatever, I won't ask. I'll just do it this time. If that time is the time that that bacon grease needed to be in the jar or that thing needed to be on the counter, now I'm just mad, okay? <laughs> now I'm just mad. So I'm like, I'll just err on the side of annoying Shay instead of annoying myself, and I need and we need to pray. Just pray for us, okay? So, right. <laughs> but, but, but watch this. But watch this. Let's let's end on good because because okay. we do. I mean, look, we. Argue. I mean, I have my own list. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We, okay, go with your list. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're in trouble, y'all. No, okay. Oh, no, just kidding. no, I mean, okay. Right, so right, we right. we we did at around the fire last night. You know, while we're doing we our little notes. devotional and stuff, we did take notes. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you know, we're we do love each other. So <laughs> one uh, one thing, stupid stuff. So at least oh, we acknowledge absolutely. most of this is stupid. I think that's important um, to acknowledge oh, so how much is worst. just stupid. <laughs> Why is the stupidest the worst? Because I think we're so we think <laughs> you start the conversation knowing it's little and thinking it could not possibly blow up and when the other person reacts other what like other than just chill about it now you blow up because it's so stupid how dare they so anyway stupid stuff annoyance hurt feelings pride lack of grace and when we take the bait so those are all like things that i think everyone's like yes um as far as me Yes. Sometimes I throw bait. <laughs> no, okay, so he also is an instigator. So if you ever meet him, just know. And then for me And some days it's taken okay and some days. On it's a related <laughs> note, the thing that makes that I end up in starting the fight, you know, initializing or initiating the fight. 
is when I sense unfairness or a perceived right. inaccuracy. So because those are st- often stupid little things, they end up going back and forth. But for me, if um, like if if the way the sentence was phrased, like could be perceived in multiple ways and I point that out sometimes that starts something because one it did it really need to be brought up I don't know sometimes sometimes not but that starts fights and then also like if I feel like Michelle this is like I'm just oh, no, yeah. Michelle like don't chew with your mouth open right and I'm like I hear you crunch everything with all your crunchy snacks don't tell me this but again that's my my crunchy harsh emotions out. he eats all the crunchy snacks so if I accidentally smack because I'm excited and I'm in the middle of something like I'm just like who are you to tell me but then that comes down to the point we always like to bring up and this is how we can kind of tie up this question with a bow is if a thief tells you to, that it's not good to steal, you don't get to say, but you're a thief, how dare you tell me? No, you because it's true, you take the truth from anyone. You take a lie from no one. And so I think that in those moments where, like just because both of us might be guilty of something, does not give either of us the right to say, well, who are you to say? It's like, hey, no, in this moment, we're getting a little window in to some godly correction. Like, mm. let me sit down, humble myself and figure this out and, and focus more on unity than on like our pride and, and all of that. And, and by the way, while we're sitting here, my TBI clicked back over into something and there was something last night around the fire. Like now I'm at least at the, See, you there was something remember. that we had a discussion about, about not, this shouldn't be this way, but it is this way, but why is it this way? Can it not be this way? Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't remember exactly what. <laughs> That's one of the things I think blesses our marriage. Oh, the traumatic brain injury. So forgetfulness sometimes. Is, yeah, because I, I try not to bring up things because I remember them, and he doesn't bring them up because he can't remember them, and so we don't bring up much of the past right, right, in a negative right. fashion. Which is, so, which is a blessing. Bonus. Take notes. All right. So number four, what do you and Shay like doing together? That would be your ultimate favorite thing to do. Why do we laugh at this? <laughs> Because like, well, there's so no, many things okay. we like to do. No, we laughed because if the answer is... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the, you know, yeah, and if that's if that's the answer, then <laughs> snuggles. that's why there's an LOL in right. it. You're welcome. <laughs> TBI. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> TBI and TMI combined. So <laughs> There you go. There so, but to be real. Yeah. Okay. No, so what, I, I, yeah. No, go ahead. I think our favorite, it's funny because our answer is not something like, you know, we really love skydiving. No, it's we really like it, doing anything together when it's just us. Right. A.K.A. go away. <laughs> like we just like that's our favorite thing. We love hanging out with our friends. We love doing mm. things like that. But I think our like we literally have fun going to the grocery store together unless we have one of these stupid fights while we're in the drive. But like we love being together doing anything. Anything. And sometimes it doesn't align. Sometimes right. it's like, hey, I want to go to the grocery store. I had to go to the grocery store the other day. <laughs> I didn't want to go to the grocery store. To In get re- one item. To get one item because I'm doing this kefir, kefir oh, water. No. He needed which, molasses. Ooh, honest, ooh, good kefir water. But I didn't have any. I knew New Year's Eve was there. New Year's Day, I was like, ah, the stores, are they going to have, you know. And I wanted to go get it. But I really, honestly, this is what I want. Kalia was having a sleepover, a sleepover with my mom. 
And I'm like, oh, this is like the perfect opportunity for Michelle and I to just go upstairs, kick on a pure flicks or something, just alone time. Oh, I don't want to go to the store because then it's going to cut into that. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, we could stop and get makeup, too. <laughs> Y'all, I did not handle it well. He did not. I did not handle it and well. And you know what? The worst, I, the worst part is, part is I felt so much pressure. <laughs> And he only said like two or three little things, but you know, as for me at least, you know, like those little things are the things that worm into your very soul. And so I rushed through the process. I'm going to return the stuff I bought, guys, because it's not what I actually wanted. Right. So look at this mess we've been in. But we went. And I, and and I, and I, I spent time. And he and did care. He did care. It's just he had to like, you know recalibrate yeah, the plan. I had to recalibrate the and plan. we still hung out when we got home but after a nice conversation. <laughs> so yeah, so question number five. Oh, but we love spending time together. Yes, that's right. that's what do we like to do together? Be together. Yeah, be doing together. anything. I mean, look, Cleaning the house. Whatever it is. Watching pure flicks. Anything. All right. Number five. Any thoughts on why the churches are so quiet regarding what is going on in the world with this gender and Satan nonsense? Do you think the church or the people are having an active voice? I'm going to start out by saying this is going to be a future episode. There's no way we can do this question justice in the midst of other questions. However, I I think that sometimes and, and I know that this is a answer that. People don't always like. People don't always like. Um, we need to be able to discuss with one another what is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't agree that that should come from a pulpit. That is my stance. Right. I believe that the word of God, the gospel, we need to reinforce the gospel. We need to reinforce. But I do believe that there needs to be areas and environments where we can talk freely Mm-hmm. And discuss these things. Why we are changing our seasons, right? Um, so that we can address specifically these things. Why are we ignoring the esoteric, or why are we ignoring, you know, what's going on in society and in culture, and how it is coming against the, the kingdom of God, against God's order? But I don't think that necessarily. Like I don't believe that on a Sunday morning, that is the, 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 the format, because here's the problem on a Sunday morning. And we can look at this in two ways, like, or at least one for me, if I preach this and I don't give people an opportunity to respond to what I'm saying, um, we're in trouble. I think that people have to have a forum and a format to where we can have discussion. Yeah. I think that the pulpit I agree with you. So the pulpit is for the word of God as undefiled as possible. And why is that? Because you need undiluted word in you in order to make your day-to-day decisions and figure out how you're going to act in the situations that are in front of you. So that's why there are life groups. That's why you need to be fellowshipping outside of church. That's why you need to stay after to do the coffee thing. That's why you it would benefit you greatly to set up play dates with other moms from church or go out on double dates with people from church or something so that when you have a need or when you are wondering how to navigate something, you're, you have at least one undiluted word from, from your pastor in a week, at least one. On top of that, reading the word, having the, the, the guidance and 
like word through your friends and all this stuff to kind of figure these things out. Because one thing that I do often see when pastors decide to go off during service you see a bitterness or a frustration and an anger. And I'm not saying there's righteous anger at what's going on, definitely. But very often the tone instantly changes from one that builds us up in the word to one that's tearing down the world. And what we need is more undefiled word in our life so that we don't see this torn up, beat up world attractive, And then we learn to love and how that love actually looks so that we can go out and navigate it and and go go try to win some souls to Christ. So I think that so, I mean, it's a longer answer, although I think that that was a concise. And I want to sum one more just point to that and then because we're going to do a season on this. I mean, or not season, but at least a a couple shows. Uh, or one, (laughs) whatever, whatever the Lord leads, because that's really how this works. Um, I think what I found to be beautiful in some of the seasons is the Bible covers all of this Mm -hmm. in one format or another. People might want to hear specifically spoken words, Mm -hmm. but the Bible speaks very clearly to all of these. Yes. If you were looking at equality, the Bible speaks to equality. If we're looking to gender and the proper and 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 how you define gender, the Bible is very specific on this. Um, if you look at how Satan is the principality of the air that he is trying to always put you into a fowler's trap, right? Mm-hmm. Then then we have these at our disposal and we can go to the word of God and preach a message on what's going on in society, in the world to address inequality, to address, you know, gender and, and to address Satanism there. Good. So there we go. All right. I, I hope that that answers some. I think it did. Okay. I think it did. I think that we did more than we thought we could do. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So number six, we're only at number six. That's why we got right, to get through this. All right. What this. has been your biggest challenge while recording the podcast? And similar, two people ask, but very similar questions. What's been the most challenging part of the whole show? So what is the most challenging when we are sitting right here? And then what is the most challenging overall? Do you want to pick one of the two? Uh, oh. Or do you want to just like. Just go ahead. Just yeah, throw, I throw, think, some, throw some down. So you, you made the good point of this one. Um, so we are, I will say we're tempted and we are tripped up. Um, right, like right in the in the minutes or hours before the show, the the likelihood of us fighting over one of these stupid things rises, and I feel like that's clearly attack because our flesh would not just instantly always want to do that. But it's also kind of encouraging that that's that this this <laughs> little humble episodes. show. <laughs> And yeah, and I think that we very rarely have we been like we can't record today because our hearts aren't right. Like normally we're able to 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 meet to pray to to rebuke things out and and get down to, to business. But we've also had a couple where we had to put it off. Yeah, say, yeah. Well, well yeah, yeah. Our heart's not right. It ain't gonna happen today, and I'd rather my heart be right than exactly. wrong. Exactly. So. And so, as far as the whole show, I think that the biggest challenge out of everything when it comes to editing, filming, having the equipment, setting the equipment up, knowing what to do, getting the guests, interviewing, all this stuff. I think the hardest struggle, like the challenges, right? right, Have been finding support um, and getting feedback. I think that that those are the two biggest struggles for a lot of Christian podcasts because it is hard, like just total transparency. 
it costs money. And a lot of people don't realize that they're like, oh, wait, you don't just record yourselves and post it online. It doesn't you like editing programs, having a nice camera that you actually enjoy watching the quality in front of you, um, you know, paying for things like Zoom so that you don't get kicked off after 45 minutes, you know, paying for editing software, all of that. It costs money. It doesn't cost a ton, but there's a cost. And um, I no longer work as often because of homeschool and all of that stuff. So, you know, um, Finding financial support when you don't, when you can't just accept any sponsor, Um, when not being able to monetize, like you can't set, like, I'm not going to, we're not going to sell spiritual gifts. We're not going to sell prayers. We're not going to sell that. So it's like, okay, it's hard to monetize. So it is hard to find financial support and quick plug. If you feel led to support us even (laughs) one time, patreon.com slash the pantry podcast. I want to, I want to, before you move on that, just briefly. Yes. The people that you guys watch. More often than you don't watch, yeah, are people who are running thirty, forty thousand dollars systems, right? Just know that, yeah. My wife, phenomenal, and <laughs> what she does with what we have, and it, and, and so just hey, I'm, that's just a shout out to her. Thanks. But yeah, but I mean, I just want you guys to know that 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 those things that you guys are supporting, yeah, are things, and and so yeah. the more support people get, the better they can provide and have time and be able to put more time and effort into what they're doing, especially most people are running full-time jobs anyways. Yeah. And full-time life with kids and everything else. Right. Yeah. Like if I'm working the podcast to make it really great, I can't be also making money with a job at the exact same time. You have to find time. And there's about five hours a day that I can work with outside of everything else. So you have to pick, am I going to do this for free today or am I going to get paid today? And this really takes precedence because it's like, it's the thing that we've committed to to always doing. So there's that. Um, And then also, you know, getting feedback. A lot of podcasts... You never hear from your listeners and we would love to hear from you. Yes. Normally podcasters only hear from people who disagree with them. And we know that pretty much everyone that's all downloads what says nothing, either they didn't listen or they agree. But if they have an interesting thought or a question or something, you don't always hear. That's a, a common podcast thing. So those are the bigger challenges yeah. that we that we face. Um, but it doesn't make us stop. You know, and we have enough friends locally that listen that we get to pick their brains from time to time, which is which is a blessing because not everybody has people that watch and listen. So, hey, shout out to y'all. We love you. All right. Next question. How do you guys feel about Maryland as a whole? (laughs) Not the college, but the state. I have been called to Maryland by the Holy Spirit. (laughs) I think I loved Maryland in a blind kind of way for a long time because I was going with the flow. I was flowing with the current. And I was like, there's so much to do here. And I still agree, there's so much to do here. Even as a Christian, there's so much to do. Even if you have, you know, convictions about doing certain things. Um, It's a beautiful state. You get all four seasons. Mm. Um, It's humid sometimes. Uh, It it was nine degrees last week. It's 61 degrees today. So hey, like holler. you can go snowboarding, but you can also go swimming and you can go hiking and you can go, you know, you can do some stuff. And all within like five minutes of our house, y'all. I mean, yeah. like, like uh, <laughs> Except we, the live, snowboarding. We, we live in the middle of the city and we have deer in our backyard. We have wildlife in our backyard. Yeah. We, we can walk. We drove 10 minutes the other day and had like miles and miles of trails to walk through forest. Yeah. It's yeah. in the middle of a city. It's all this, but it's like, but you're in a forest. Yeah. Uh, 
on the other side of that, you know, when you're in the forest, you have to be really aware of where you're at in the forest because right. it's in a city. Right. <laughs> but no, it's it's like it's a beautiful. It's got lots of green and everything. Um, real quick, because I said I've been called to Maryland. Oh no, no I've been trying yeah. to leave Maryland, y'all, since 1999. I am still here. You can do the time and you can do the numbers <laughs> uh, on that one, but. I don't think that I would be good anywhere other than the battlefield. Yeah. And, and so this is a battlefield. It is an, it is an area, ex- especially where we're at, that does have a need for Jesus, whether they want to recognize that or not. I have met some really beautiful people mm-hmm. uh, within our church and our, our community of believers. And even outside of that, you know, there's people, uh, usually the ones that hang on are the ones who believe yeah. because we're kind of that way. But uh, I, I think it's the battlefield where we need to be. Absolutely. I, I think so, I've met some amazing, amazing, more than just a handful, y'all, like a, like a bowl of amazing people yeah. here um, that have grown our faith, that have been here mm. and supported us. I yeah. think, you know, especially on Gab, like if like, you know, shout out to Gab. But at the same time, um, a lot of people on Gab are like pretty much you need to move out of these crazy cities, et cetera. It, there are no place to raise anyone and you don't need to fund them, et cetera, all this stuff. And, you know, you can sometimes you sit there and you're like, I don't really want to fund some stuff, but like every business supports it or I don't. But at the same time, it's like, well, what is my real priority? Like God can move and do all this stuff. But my priority is to reach the lost and it's not impossible to reach the lost here because right. clearly they need the Lord and he's calling people out of every area of the world. And so and life. So we've seen some amazing testimonies in the yeah. flesh, in our in our life of people. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think sometimes it's hard. Because it's, behind the camera is not the only thing we do. Yeah, you know, we do. We <laughs> actually do in person lots of ministry and um, yeah. A lot of driving. It's very expensive to live here. There's not really a place in Maryland, even in the middle of nowhere, that it is affordable to find housing. Right. Um, So so, you know, you have to work a full time job to live here or be super blessed with like super YouTube money or something like that. And um, you got to drive to see your friends most of the time if you're a Christian, because it's not like there's like this Christian city here. So you you've got to like everyone lives somewhere and you've got to drive there so you know all that but maryland overall hey i'm okay i would rate it given how crazy the world is and how you're not gonna find much better i'd give it a seven oh i'd give it a seven because there's a lot of states where it's like this but worse as far as weather or things right, to do right. or the, and i'm like nah there's sinners everywhere so yeah. there you go. <laughs> let's let's roll here all right um what is your approach Perfect to witnessing idea. Jesus? I'm usually in situations where a friend or a neighbor has a need, and then I pray with them and tell them about God, but never get to the Jesus part. I had lots of questions on this question. There, yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot of questions to this question. Like, okay, uh, let me, let me, let me. I'm usually in a situation where I, where a friend or a neighbor has a need, and then I pray with them. Um. I've always found like on the street when I, a, a personal co, I remember one young man, he was like, Hey, he actually saw him walk by. Cause I had a free prayer sign up yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he walks by and he, and he kind of like looks and he kind of walks and he pauses and he hesitates. And he's like, <sighs> you see him kind of defeat out and come back <laughs> something going on in his life. And he tells me, he says, 
you know, I said, so what's going on? He goes, would you pray with me? And I'm like, wait, so what's going on? He goes, well, I got a court date tomorrow. And and a lot weighs on this court date. And I said, yeah, I can can pray with you. And I mean, he, now he has asked for prayer. He's, he's whatever. I made sure I added in like Jesus, like, okay. So basically, hey, Lord, thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for, you know, being buried and raising again. Basically, the the gospel message was added into the prayer and and praying as I'm praying for this kid in his situation and all this stuff, because I want two points to be covered here. First, I want what he asked to pray for to be covered. And I also want to plant a seed. Right. I want to plant a seed that who I'm praying to is Jesus, that, mm-hmm. that I am. That is where I'm going. And so it was kind of cool because then the next day I went and, he, and I see him walking by. He kind of tried to ignore me. I said, hey, and I probably he was hoping I wouldn't remember him. I said, come over. Well, how'd it go? He goes, man, I, I got lucky. And, and man, they dropped the charges. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I just said, man, I'm just glad we could pray for you yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I left it at that. Mm-hmm. So when I said, hey, I'm just glad I could pray for you yesterday, he would it would be a reflection back to what I said, Jesus. Right. And so I add that into my prayer when I'm praying for people who ask. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I'll, I'll just add that one of the things that I've had to work on is I need to stop being scared that I'm going to scare away a deer. Mm-hmm. Like if they're especially if they're asking for prayer, that's like the golden egg to me. I'm like, okay, if you use the word prayer, then you know you need then you're already okay with me dropping things like Jesus. You know, you know that I pray already, all that stuff. Um, but in general, it's just stating it plainly as fact, not with any kind of pompous or full of yourself, like I know better than you kind of attitude, but just in the same way you would say the sky is blue, but you wouldn't sound like you're full of yourself and think you're better, say Jesus is Lord. Mm. You know, you know, I, like, and you don't always have to spell it out for them. You know, like I'm a Christian, so I pray to Jesus. Like you just start loving, lovingly praying for them. And I know that the person who asked this question doesn't act like that, but you know, you never know who's listening and you never know what anyone listening has actually heard when they've gone out and seen it. There's a lot of cringy stuff out there, but it's normally done by people who really love Jesus and they're trying to overcompensate for being terrified because it's awkward, but it doesn't have to be awkward. You can kind of just be like seeing the unseen. There are demons all around joyful that this person doesn't have the Lord and you being in their purview is making all them demons mad. So just lovingly declare and, and speak and pray yeah. and, and take it as, take it as a joy. Um, how do you bring the Bible into your everyday life? But he answered them. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. I believe that. Mm hmm. Yes. I don't know how to answer this any other way. I believe that. Right. I believe that the word is a lamp to my feet. I believe that the word of God is living and active, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sharper than any two-edged sword. And therefore, that's why I bring the word of God into my life. It says, how do you do it? Because I believe and I know. No, I don't just believe. I know that that is how I will move forward. Mm -hmm. Every step that I take is going to be because he is the one who is guiding that step. Right. Having conversations with people yes. that uh, that know of the Lord that that and, and not just having I think there's nothing there's nothing wrong with like talking about food or sales or hobbies or anything. Nope. There's nothing wrong with that. But like we also talk about the word like it's so integrated into our life that like we're asking for prayer. We're asked like our friends are asking for advice. We're asking for advice. We're asking this. And like somehow, you know, God's coming in. Um like replacement, like, do I love music? Yes, I'm going to listen to Christian music in every genre. Do I love uh, 
entertainment. Yes. Okay. What Christian, I'll, like what Christian, I go out like on a treasure hunt. I'm like, where's some good Christian stuff, you know? And I, and we find right. it. Um, and we trade it with friends, like trade not trading cards. Cause you know, it's figurative, but like, you know, we're just always telling each other like, Hey, there's this, there's this, there's, there's this, you know, there's things we can support out there putting it up around your house in a very practical sense, like put it in your bathroom right across from where you sit on the toilet so that you have something to read. And even if you have your phone in there, you're going to look up and it's there. And now you've got some more word in the day. And I think those are, yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, put, put it in. Don't have all this like random stuff that like causes you to stumble around just because, you know, it has no power over you anymore. Just like toss it and put up some stuff that encourages you instead. It's better to have encouragement than neutrality. Right. So in our home decor and stuff, we put up stuff that encourages and inspires instead of just stuff that like eh, it has it, eh, you know, I, I, I want to give it. a shout out to Creative Motion Network. Yes, because they're they're a platform that actually has us on the platform. But but what's cool about it is it's a bunch of newer Christian content creators that are putting together short videos, short uh, podcasting. I mean, it's, it's a big, huge, just a, a, a umbrella of different entertainment Mm-hmm. Christian entertainment. Some of it is all about Bible. Some of it is just Christians putting entertainment yeah. together. And so it's cool to go out there, support them, go out and support them. Seriously, it's very, it's, it's a cool place to drop. Yeah. Um, Pure Flicks, honestly, sorry, I do have it and I'm starting to kind of like, because eh, Sony took it, but at least it's still clean. At least it's still, you yeah. know, not so, yeah, directed towards agendas. Right. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Um, All right, number 10, we are almost, we are past the halfway mark, y'all. So how do you ask other Christians what they believe without offending them? Oh, we sat there last night and talked about this. And uh, first of all, other Christians, do you know them? (laughs) Do you have a relationship with them? Uh, Is the the format right? Is is the, the environment right? I think that that is a key element to how I discuss things with people. I've learned that social media arenas are not the place necessarily to to go after people or their doctrine. It's better maybe to ask them, hey, would you like to chat? Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk? Um, Bible is very clear on this. We have a tendency to blast out on people in very public places, and that is not biblical. The Bible says we should take a person aside that we have a problem with or offended by or whatever and then have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And if it has to progress from there, then it's understandable. Uh, But I think that it's it's more relational. So in my in mind, I'm going to speak for me. Do I know that person? Do I know their theology? Do I know who they are, what they've been through? There's so many levels. I remember one time I was interacting with somebody and, and before I jumped, I was like, let me go do some looking It's someone who believed in universalism. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to go to heaven. Everybody's going to fall down to Jesus. Okay. And, and I'm like, okay, that's just wrong. And you know, inside you're like, no, this is bad. Right. Well, I went out and I looked and I started to find history right. of what had happened in their life that would drive them probably to this idea because they, they had had loss. Right. And so it's, it's good. It's good to stop. Like, like, let's really be prayerful in how we respond to to our Christian brothers and sisters. Um, and how you do it without offending is by doing that, yeah. by having a respect for how they feel, having a respect for who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, they have, maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're completely wrong. But you know what? We still love them. Yeah. And we still care about them. And we want to edify and build up, not mm-hmm. tear down and break down. So that's that's how I do it. Yeah. And I think the last night you also said, why do why do I need to know? 
and and that doesn't necessarily mean you never need to know, but like, right. why, right? Is it like before you can ever befriend someone, you need to know if they believe in soul sleep or baby baptism, or is it that there's a few like deal breakers mm-hmm. where it's like that's clear heresy, like, and you have to watch out for that, or or is it somewhere in the middle? Um, you know, like I don't always have to. I mean, I I assume this person is not just saying, you know, I have a questionnaire you know, that I have to ask them before I can associate with them. Mm. I think they mean just in general, like conversationally, like to find out this or that, you know, and, and, and but sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. And I like to tr- like trust God's placement right. because sometimes he's put them in my life because maybe I have something that is incorrect, right? right? Um, I am definitely humble enough to realize that like, I don't have it all right. I know I deal with pride. Yeah, like I know I have pride, but I I am humble enough to know I don't have all of God's doctrine 100. Um, On the other side, they might be in your life because they need correction. And it doesn't mean it comes like this with like a whip. It just means that like, as you guys naturally get to know each other, you know, the conversation comes up. Um, So I think that trusting God in his placements, because a lot like, I mean, some of my, my closest friends I would say we agree on 99% of what has ever come out into the open, but we haven't ever purposefully sat there and hammered it all out in one go. And I don't think you need to, you know, unless you're hiring someone to teach kids um, or something like that, then you kind of have to make sure or else there's going to be discord. But like as far as friends and people around you, prayerful is is huge. In our own relationship, um, when we recognize something in the other humbly, right? then we go to prayer most of the time. I mean, we do argue, <laughs> but a lot of things we've gone to prayer on and they've worked themselves out. Right. It's e- even in our relationships that I've had with some of the, my brothers, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, or if, if I'm going down, I've been corrected and you know what? Humbly receive it mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Maybe I'm not right. But I've, there's other times where it's like, oh man, oh, and you're like, oh, I want to tell them, oh, but Lord, you know, can we do white work in this next thing? No, they're calling me yeah. and saying, hey, you know what? I've recognized this in my life, but I've, I've had to correct them. But it's in that sense of like love, though. Right. So now, hey, brother, I'm worried about you. But usually it's on those big topics. You know, it's like those those right. huge. Topics. Very rarely is it like. Preterism. Right. Or preterism or something. I mean, honestly, I avoid those conversations because I think it's important that, OK, that if. I would still say that a lot of those people, people sit there and argue with me on this, but I believe the Holy Spirit's in them. If they believe in Jesus, they have Jesus, they have the Holy right. Spirit, the Holy Spirit's going to do and work in them. Right. Um, if they've got it wrong, well, they, they're going to end up in heaven wrong and they're going right. to find out they're wrong and I'm going to find out I was wrong right. and we'll be corrected and we'll just have a good time together in heaven. So, yeah. Like yeah. we're told clearly yeah. that like all of our wisdom is partial right. and, and that it, and none so, of that is matters because <laughs> in heaven or in, the, in eternity, we'll know everything that matters. So anyway, that's, I think that that's kind of, I hope that answers your question. All right. I think it does. I think it does. All right. Number 11, how do you create ministry boundaries? I have the best one. I told my pastor on Saturdays, I ain't doing nothing for the church because it's my family day. (laughs) There's my boundary. I mean, look, you have to be honest. uh, But in that honesty, I'm also looking. So here, let's say this. It didn't come out with that tone, first of all. Church church does a lot of things on Saturdays. Our church does. We're a discipleship and evangelistic church. Um, And so they're used to it. They're used to being out on the weekends. They're used to doing all these things. 
And so I had to really look at my my work life and, and spiritual life balance and say, OK, look, I work a full time job, but I'm also in the, all of these other ministries. I'm doing podcasting. I've got a family. I've got this. I've got this. I'm doing this. I'm usually at the beck and call of the church when they need me. Right. And so it was like, well, hey, pastor. And I had a nice conversation. Actually. Oh, yeah. I was totally. like, look, I've got to have time for my wife and my kids. So this was something I prayed over. And God said, yeah, you do need that time. You got to have because my ministry is here number one. And so we have to be very prayerful, but we also don't want to be lackadaisical either. Yeah. I, I think that that is where prayerful and saying, cause people sit there and say, well, I don't know what my calling is. Well, just try be stuff. putty. Try stuff. Try stuff. <laughs> be putty. Like my mom, cause my mom always says I have a putty ministry. That'd be a funny which, movie, <laughs> which I fill in everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and I, and that's kind of how I've always been. I've, and I filled in in a lot of different places and I know exactly where God has said, no, that's not where you need to be. And that is a place where you can still do work or this is really what you've been called to do. Yeah. You know, I think this is definitely going to be an episode yeah. or like different vantage points of it will yeah. be episodes because we, we were kind of looking at it and there's different ways you can answer right. this because like what kind of ministry boundaries. Right. right. Um, I think like, for example, like what do you do if you if you start liking someone that you are that in your ministry? Oops. Now there's a stake raised. Right. Like that's a kind of boundary. What if they start liking you, but the feelings are returned? That's a type of boundary. What if. Like you really f- need someone to confide in, but you feel like you're like overseeing this ministry and you don't have any support. And so you might be tempted to like confide in all the people that are like kind of, you know, looking at you for so guidance. Many levels to There's boundaries. so many levels to boundaries, <laughs> but I think as far as time, that's the one that we like really stick yeah. on because time does help you kind of figure stuff out. Um, for, for us, no, I think, Every once in a while, because we we really care and we're involved in a lot of stuff, it's like, okay, I have to put a line in the sand. I have to say no. I think that's another thing is no is not a bad thing because God says no. It's if, are you saying no to God or are you saying no to something that is not for you? One is foolishness, one is wisdom. And so being prayerful, p- praying and pausing and proceeding, right? That's that's smart in that situation. So you have to kind of navigate these things. There's so much nuance to them. <laughs> but, you know, but that's that's something that, again, it, it goes back to prayer. That word right there takes me all the way back up to what do you fight over? No, just right. kidding. Just right. kidding. Just we kidding. literally had an but, argument about the but, word nuance once. So that's I, that. I think that you also got to remember that you need to glorify God. Yes. Um, like again, don't be lackadaisical. You know, be be someone who wants to work for the kingdom, mm-hmm. but at the same time, make sure you're not overly worked, because right. because I, you know, like right now, I'm in a season where it's like, okay, I've been running the men's ministry uh, as leadership, and, and I've been running that, and now youth, we we've we've got a new. Uh, a new need and it's like okay i love youth michelle loves youth so we're kind of trans we're moving into that but i have to build up the men as well and bring up leadership in that before i just vacate right but i know that i can't give both of them full time right it's not fair to them and so we want to make sure we're glorifying the kingdom in everything that we do glorifying god right so we've got two more questions and we're saving pandas for the end oh yeah so number 12 why is God's timing different from man's timing? Most of the time we need him in our life, but we're left to die. Why? I'm going to say episode. Yeah, I think I, it has that's, a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers. I, I think that um, the only thing to say so that you're not completely shafted. If yeah, I don't want to listen like that. Um, is God's timing is different from man's timing because his is perfect and ours 
can only be perfect, not by coincidence, but like in the sense of we're not going to bat a hundred. So when we're in line with God, praise God. Right. But, um, he doesn't leave us to die. I think that some, there's, there's a lot there, but the, but the truth is he doesn't leave us to die. So that knowing that fact, we then have to reconcile our feelings and what's actually happening and what doors are being shut that we think need to be open, what doors are open that we are blind to seeing, what issues in our own personal way are keeping us and preventing us from following him in in the way he really wants us to go to to actually be able to answer the Mm. prayer um because he's not a he's not often quick fix because often the real problem is one we cannot see the real problem is one that we will fall into again and need another quick fix for if we don't actually fix the real issue um and so i think that that is something to ponder but really you know start praying for very clear i say this all the time god i'm really dumb you made me smart but i am still dumb compared to you please spell it out for me red letter that thing neon lights let me know do not let me pass go and forget to collect two hundred dollars because i really need you here this is a this is an emergency moment show me what to do send me people that that's tell me exactly what i need to do keep all those who are trying to 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 reroute me the wrong way away make it clear you know um because he's not leaving you to die and so there's something else at work Uh, and i think when you back everything up because I like to back everything up to that first point his perfect time Uh, as much as self likes to control self in my environment and everything about that God is in complete control Mm -hmm. and it's his timing that matters Uh, one of my favorite verses on that would be Proverbs 16 9 where it says a man's heart plans his way but the Lord directs his steps so I have to trust in that. I have to. So I, I go all the way back and I revert back to the first thing that it's his perfect timing. I, I don't always understand it. I don't always get it. Sometimes it's clear as day, but sometimes it's is as diluted and confusing as my day to day walk out in this world. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to always go back and reflect back. And say, you know what? God's in control. Right. All right, y'all. <laughs> so here comes the question most of you, I am sure, tuned in to hear. Now, oh, that, I'm sorry, and you y'all. know what? This is the question this is cool, though. that this is cool, though. we this is dug cool. into this the cool. word the deepest for. And so <laughs> we're laughing, but it's because it's an awesome question, okay? And I think you've heard an iteration of it at some point. Will there be panda bears in heaven? <laughs> And apparently the person, this is someone on Twitter that follows Shay, shout out to Shay, Shay S. Watson on Twitter. Um, So they ask him because they apparently ask their Sunday school teacher and their Sunday school teacher just humbly said, like, I don't know, you know. (laughs) And so, um, I mean, we're going to say the same, but we're going to stack because we're not God, but we're going to stack the deck real high in favor of yes there will be pandas, but not necessarily in heaven, but because we're going to amend the question to align with what we know to be true of our future. There will be pandas in the new heaven and new earth that are merged. Because I think a lot of times people ask, what about like, what's heaven going to be like? And they don't necessarily realize we're in heaven for a very brief period of time before heaven and earth merge together and become a redeemed, beautiful 
paradise where we are with God forever and ever. Amen. And so therefore, earth is redeemed. So the same place that is the place where this war, where blood is up to the bridles of horses, you know, it gets cleaned up. And um, Superbook did a great job actually uh, doing that. But, um, but so they, they like, so when people ask about heaven and pandas, you know, I think earth gets redeemed. Yeah. And we know that there are horses in heaven because guess who comes riding on horses out of heaven to come down here and whoop some demon butt? It's, it's Jesus, right? We know that... Four um, horsemen of the apocalypse. You know, there's... Like, clearly there are horses. Yeah, we got, we got horses. You know? We, we've got other references to, to animals. Not a panda, but enough <laughs> references to animals to say, okay, there's some animal existence. Yes. Um, you know, like Isaiah 11, um, Isaiah 65, both do it. I like Isaiah 11, though. It's like the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie with, down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the faultling together. And a little child shall lead them. Yeah. Which means there are animals. Right. It seems very there clear. Like. You could say it just means there's peace, but then they could have just said there'll be peace and that people will be chilling. But they they made sure to to list like six, seven be, animals. Yeah, since we had the fall, right? Yeah. We had the fall. Therefore, whatever happened in in in, in Eden before all this and the animals, I, look, okay. Right. Right. But I do know what happened after the fall. And I know that ain't no lion laying with no cat or what, what was that? That what don't was that? Leopard, leopards. Look, let me tell you something. I'm from Colorado. And you watch your kid very closely when you're up near Boulder and some of those places because the mountain lions will come down and take your child away. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we are in a whole different environment. Yeah. Uh, you only see a few little glimpses of heaven on the show Best Animal Friends on Animal Planet. I mean, look at Isaiah 6, 5. The lion shall eat straw. Y'all, ain't no lion eating no straw. Right. <laughs> and I think that here's the thing, like, and we heard this in apologetics, right? So... The re so miracles are not just like Disney movies where, you know, a frog turns into a prince or vice versa. Like it's like it's it's redemptive. The vast majority of things are redemptive, meaning the blind man doesn't turn into an octopus. He he can see now. <laughs> right. Right. So if you look at that, you see that God is restoring us toward right. the way we have always been made to be, but sin has corrupted us. Right. Therefore, what did he do at the beginning of creation? He made plants. We don't, we never ask y'all, by the way, will there be plants in heaven? We just ask about animals. We're real doubtful and skittish. Like, oh my gosh, will the animals be there? And it's because oh, be we love them. Too. We like animals. Yeah. Some people don't like animals, because it, but it's because of the fall. Let me just tell you. If someone don't <laughs> right. like animals, it's the sin nature. It is not because they were made in eternity to hate animals, okay? Because humans were literally given animals and Adam got to name them. So they weren't just this right. flighty, fleeting thing that, uh, we won't need them in heaven. No, like there's a beautiful thing in Hosea 2.18 that says, and I will make for them a covenant mm. on that day with the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens and the creeping things of the ground. And I will abolish the bow, the sword mm. and war from the land. And I will make you lie down in safety. And in um, Psalm 36.6, your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep man and beast you save Oh Lord. Mm. Um, another one. Panda? 
I know, right? Psalm 145, 21, my mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. And we know, and this I didn't write, there's different types of flesh. There's there's human flesh. There's the flesh of beasts, you know, et cetera. So he's saying, let all flesh praise. And I don't think God's going to be like, eh, I don't need the animal praise no more. He's going to, I think, will the dog that we knew be there? I don't know that. But will there be pandas? I think the answer is yes, based on all of this. So thanks for challenging yes, us yes. and getting us deeper into the word because I had never looked up that. And will the rooster go after my daughter when her back is turned in heaven? Probably not. Only if they're playing tag. <laughs> and, the, and the final thing, I know this is something like a real question. People are like, well, then what about mosquitoes? Well, I don't think they sucked blood pre-fall. So just imagine mosquitoes that leave you alone that sounds like heaven to me (laughs) all right so thank you for sending in your questions this has been awesome next week we kick off our final season that is 13 weeks long discipleship so go and make it's going to be awesome and then after that it'll be a little more unpredictable but awesome in its own way so until next time Bye. bye Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Network on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.